Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, the show where you get comics and you get sports and you get tons and tons of Bachelorette coverage as we got tons and tons of Bachelorette this weekend. Four hours we got to cover and we don't have a lot of time, so we're going to try to plow through it. Uh, Jess Brady is here. How's it going, Jess? Good. How are you doing? I am doing all right. And rounding out the trifecta is Craig Needles. How's it going, Craig? Well, I'm fine. Thank you. All right. So I checked and it turns out that Lee is the only one Jesus doesn't love, you guys. <laughs> Never was an, a statement more accurate on the Bachelor slash Bachelorette. Good for Kenny. Yeah, that was pretty good stuff. Uh, I'm just uh, so glad it's over. <laughs> the whole oh. Lee experience. I'm not going to miss Lee, obviously, and no one else will. No. No, that was uh, that was bad, and it was obviously made doubly or triply bad by the fact that we we knew that the, the bachelor editors weren't just cutting up like oh it's like let's cut lee as though he might be racist and imply he might be racist like we knew he was actually probably racist and sexist and the people on the show didn't know that so it made me feel a little bit gross about oh i know more about this guy than you do while you're making these decisions and i i just i didn't care for the experience no no my favorite part of this was when he was having that conversation with will and then will was trying to explain to him about yeah. Will was Will was like, well, you realize that the word aggressive has been used to, you know, you know, bring down black men for a long time now. And then Lee did like the most racist like eye roll to to the back, like to the point where he looked like the Undertaker doing that <laughs> doing that thing that he does. And it was just like, oh my god, I hate this guy. I mean, I would have punched him, but you know, luckily Kenny didn't. I guess, although I wanted to see him get punched, but. Uh... Man. It almost would have been like Kenny was like Kenny left the show anyway. It almost would have been yeah. worth it. Like, <laughs> it might have, yeah, it might have been. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> go, out, go out, swinging, man. Take down the racist. Yeah. Oh God. When he just when he looked into the camera and was just like, I don't understand the race card. It was just like, Ugh. oh God. And he has the stupid chin strap beard and his ah oh, God showed up playing a guitar. He's everything I hate in this world. God, it's the worst. I'm so glad he's out of my life now. Ugh. He's bad. Ugh, just an awful, awful He's person. Bad. And I, you know what? I don't even think like sometimes like the the villains like obviously they get invited to paradise just for the sake of like them getting invited there. And yeah. It's, oh yeah, one of the villains is here. But I would like to believe the bachelor people would have enough sense that uh, yeah, that he wouldn't get invited there. Yeah, but, I I think based on on some other factors, I I don't think they would want any kind of other nonsense to occur that's in paradise. So I don't I don't I don't feel like Lee is. Uh, I feel like Taylor is as as deep a villain as we're going to go. And Taylor wasn't even really a villain, just sort of a weird, I, I don't even, just weird person. <laughs> she odd was. character. She yeah. Was an odd character. Yeah. Very, very much so. Speaking of odd characters, how about that Jack Stone date? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Craig, when, I was just texting you when that was happening. I was like, wait for it. This is not going well. <laughs> oh no. You can, you can kind of see like, it was like the, the slow motion, like, I don't want to say car crash, but like if you're dropping a glass off a table or something and it's filled with some sort of booze, you're like, oh, this is going to be a horrible mess. And it just feels like it takes forever to become the mess, but you know it will. That's what the Jack Stone date was. Oh, God. Not even his pearly whites could save him. It was terrible. Oh, God. Buy a personality, dude. Really? I mean, just buy a personality. If, if, like, if you think about it, though, 
he was doomed from the beginning because uh, they're both, I mean, him and Rachel are both, on paper, it seems great. I mean, they're both attorneys. They're both from Dallas. They're both attractive people, but I'm, I, I got to believe that if Rachel wanted an attorney, you know, an attractive attorney from Dallas, she would have access to that sort of thing, right? That's true. Yeah, that's true. So, I just wonder if they knew each other, given that legal circles, even in a town like Dallas, typically you probably would have heard of that person or at least run into them, you know? I mean, a, a great name, Jack Stone, attorney at law, but I mean, just the name. That, was... that should be a show. Like, yeah. Shouldn't that be a show on Netflix, like starring, oh, I don't know, like Sean William Scott trying to do something serious? <laughs> yeah, that actually sounds not too bad. Like, yeah, at least eight episodes it, on Netflix. Yeah, it gets it gets eight episodes. And you're like, no, I'm sorry. You can only be Stifler and you can't really watch it. Like that. <laughs> that, that, that's what Jack Stone, attorney at law, should be. Yeah. Oh man, that that date was painful to watch because I mean, oh I mean, so they went for the handsome cab ride and then they had oysters. They went shucking oysters, which you know, fun stuff, and I love oysters. Don't know how you guys feel about oysters, but and then they went and then they went dancing, and it was just like, man, god damn it, white boy, like just come on, learn the steps. It's ridiculous. Just watch what they're doing. Oh, it was upsetting. It was very upsetting. But the dinner man i like rachel asked if 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 you could have one day with me what would it be and keep in mind rachel is a girl who on her hometown date took nick vial to church right right Mm -hmm. and then jack stone's response to this question was i would like to lock you in a room and spend an entire day with you (laughs) the the word lock was creepy yeah that applied as though she couldn't leave if she was so inclined (laughs) yeah Uh, Uh, i think what he was probably going for was, we'll lock the world away. We'll just be the two yeah. of us. Like in his head, it probably sounded a lot better than what it actually mm-hmm. came out. And I just, I sat there and looked at the TV in horror. <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> like don't do that. That's just terrible. Like he could have said literally anything like that. Like I, like he's like, I don't know. I would like to go to, to the circus with you or something. I think she would have been like, oh, okay, that's somewhat interesting, right? But. Exactly. And she didn't hold back either. And like, obviously, we should not be surprised at Rachel not holding back because no. she is just, you know, shoots from the hip sort of a thing, which is great. Yeah. Um, but she was like, I could think of a, like a dozen things right now that we could have done. <laughs> Play miniature <laughs> golf. Away, you know, because he took it that extra level where he was like, I would like to get in a room and I would like to remove all of the furniture from that room and then lock the door and stay there with you. And it was like. Oh my god, like, I don't know, he sounded like Buffalo Bill from fucking Silence of the Lambs or some shit in that moment. It was, it was, it was just, oh, it was awful. And uh, to top it off, he didn't even get a rose, so. And did she even walk him back to the car? Like, did she give him that? Yeah, yeah, she gave him, let me walk you out. Because oh, okay. I remember texting Jess afterwards, I'm like, don't let her walk you out. Like, everyone should just say no thanks to that and just, you know, walk away. I, it's, I don't know, it seems petty if you don't do the, if you don't except the walkway don't you think we're like happened once at least though where someone was like nah that's okay (laughs) and i was like go ahead you do you Uh, yeah like i remember one time uh, there was some female i remember who the guy the the guy got rid of her 
And then, yeah. I, oh, God, I can't remember. He got rid of her, and then she said, he was like, can I walk you home? And she was like, no, thanks. Took two steps and then removed her heels because she was just like, <laughs> oh, that's right. it. I'm not wearing these anymore. They're too uncomfortable. Oh, was <laughs> God, it? I that don't. That was amazing. That was a, yeah. It was a long time ago, though, because I have not been a regular yeah. bachelor, bachelorette watcher for a long time. And I remember that one. That was that was something else. I was like, go girl. Yeah, that's one of those things when you go to YouTube and, and you see one of the many, many, you know, top 10 whatever lists because that's basically what the internet does. They just rank things all the time. And uh, there's like, you know, top 10 bachelorette moments. That moment where that woman inevitably goes, no, I'm good. And then takes her heels off and leaves inevitably winds up in like six or seven or something there because it was just so, it was great. It was absolutely excellent. And gentlemen, I gotta say, if the girl takes off her heels, it's like you're done because the lady has more patience for her heels most of the time than that kind of nonsense. So the heels are coming off, you're done, you're gone. <laughs> Go on, get. It's it's funny that you mentioned how um, Rachel is is just it, like there's no bullshit about her because this yeah. week. I mean, she had the chainsaw out. She was cutting dudes left and right. She was not suffering fools. She had four hours of television, and she was like, okay, what do I got, 14 guys? Four hours? I think I can get it down to about six, seven. Here we go. And then she's just, <laughs> and away she went, because, man, whew, I'd, I'd never seen such ruthlessness. It was great. <laughs> It was awesome. And, like, since the last time that the three of us did a podcast, how many people have we lost? We've lost, like, seven or eight guys since the last time we did a podcast because there was four hours of Bachelorette this week. So we've lost some pretty high-profile people. We've lost Jack Stone, attorney at law. Yeah. We, lost the, we lost the tickle monster himself. Thank God. Um, Who tickled yeah. her again? Fucking guy. <laughs> we lost Iggy. Yeah. We lost yeah. Lee, obviously. We'll talk about <laughs> Josiah in a few minutes, I'm sure. We lost <laughs> Anthony. We lost Kenny. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it was uh, it was a pretty cutthroat week, as you were saying, but I'm glad. Good for you, Rachel. Yeah. Oh. So, so we we get through the Kenny and Lee one on one, and then we had we had three rose ceremonies this week, didn't we? Is that? Yeah, yeah, Am we I... had three because we had uh, one that started the the episode Monday, and there was one at the start of the episode Tuesday, and then one uh, at the one end. at the end of the episode Tuesday. So yeah, three rose ceremonies. Yeah, they actually ended. When was the last time Bachelor ended a show with a rose ceremony? I feel it's like... been a while. That yeah, used, that was the old uh, formula, but it's been a while since they've just done the straight end with a rose ceremony. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Good on him. Good on him. But yeah, so we lost, we lost Iggy and the Tickle Monster. Iggy, the Tickle Monster, I couldn't believe was like I don't even remember his real name. That's how awful he was. Jonathan. It's, it's Jonathan, right? And uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure he'll be invited to paradise. I feel like he'll be invited to paradise, and the girl like oh, yeah. he'll be one of those walk-ins that comes in late and is only there gets like one date with somebody who's already entrenched in a relationship and then they're like yeah i'm having a good time and then he just doesn't get a rose and gets sent home well the one thing about um about jonathan tickle monster mm -hmm. in there in brackets is that i'm pretty sure he's a pediatrician in real life so i don't know if he would necessarily be going to paradise if that like craig and i had this conversation about kenny too uh, just like his mo because kenny's a dad and mm -hmm. i don't know the optics of that do you really want to look up at your kid's doctor's appointment and be like weren't you on paradise that <laughs> so is i don't know maybe he might be prevented from <laughs> from engaging in that next chapter of of the bachelor franchise journey mm -hmm. but 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. It would be interesting, certainly, to see him pop up again, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Didn't well, I see you making out with Taylor on Bachelor in Paradise? No, you cannot see my kid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My my thing... my hands away. I was, I was talking to Craig about this, and Kenny, I think he'll be a candidate to go to Paradise, but whether or not he does, I think, lets me know... One thing, and I I, mess, I messaged this to Craig last night, and one thing I said was I basically referred to Kenny as the anti Amanda, because Kenny, I mean he he let everyone know he has a child, and and that it was very forefront with him and Rachel. He let her know right away, but he was sitting there going, "Listen, I'm having a great time." Like, because I mean, the gist of him getting sent home was, "Listen, I like you. You clearly like me, but I I I definitely feel like you like other guys, so you more than me." So I'm kind of wasting my time here, and I don't like going around, you know, traveling all around Earth, you know, and being away from my daughter. I appreciate everything you've done for me here, but we should go. And then Rachel was based because she's, you know, uh, like you said, she shoots from the hip. She was basically like, I really appreciate your honesty, and and yeah, yeah and and that's it. And then they hugged, and then they parted ways. And Kenny had that great moment where he was talking to his daughter on Facetime and crying, and. So, and I, at no point did I feel like Kenny was ever using his children, his child, like a prop. No. And like this is what, like, if he doesn't go to paradise, it basically makes him the anti Amanda because Amanda from Ben Higgins season had her two girls, absolutely used them as a prop. Like, kept saying, "Oh, I hate being away from my girls. It's tough. I'm trying to find love, but it's tough being away from my girls." And then she went to paradise, and now she's going back to paradise a second time. And it's like, oh my god. So. Personally, yeah. as much as I love Kenny, and I hope he makes it in his career as a wrestler, but I don't want to see him in in Paradise because I don't want to see him. Like yeah. I, I would like to maintain his stance as the anti Amanda. Well, that's kind of like exactly what I was saying to Craig because I had to catch up. I full disclosure, I fell asleep last night before <laughs> being able to watch yesterday's episode, but thankfully the PVR was set. So when he was leaving, to, I'm pretty sure it was today, Craig. It wasn't. It wasn't the night before, eh? It but, was today. Uh, Okay, yeah, because I was like, I don't think that fits with his image either, being the devoted dad. Like, I can't see him going and doing that. So it's, uh, I'm with you, Pierce. I, I hope that he doesn't do that. I don't think he will. And plus, we still had that kind of, like, conspiracy theory maybe that he could be a future bachelor, maybe. Mm -hmm. That could So, you know. That's interesting. I, I think there's a few guys that might be a future bachelor on the season now that I think about it, but uh, we yeah. can talk about that in a bit. But yeah, I think that Kenny could be a bachelor for sure. I think that he'd be a guy that uh, people would like. And obviously, the like having a wrestler as the bachelor is not something they would normally do. Usually, it's like a lawyer or something or a doctor. But mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, I, 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 I'd be down for a wrestler bachelor. Let's do it. Well, because I was—I think I was texting this to you, Craig. Like, how? Like, let's say Kenny won this thing. How great would it have been if Kenny went to on to become like you know a WWE wrestler, and then Rachel was his valet who shows up and like distracts guys while he cheats in his wrestling matches, yeah. right? And then and then like the crowd like booing Rachel Lindsay. That'd be so great. <laughs> No, Kenny's got to be the baby face. He can't be the heel. Come on. Well, you've always got you got to start somewhere, right? Like, <laughs> usually, usually you start as a heel. It's the best way to draw draw heat, right? <laughs> so <laughs> let's talk about the first uh, one or the first rose ceremony. Um, I want to mention two two things about the. Uh, Oh, no, no, sorry, wait, it wasn't the rose Okay, hey, hold on, we'll come back to the rose ceremony. I want to talk about Brian's one-on-one, where they rappelled down the giant ski slope in, yep. in Norway. So Brian oh, gets yeah. the first, Brian gets the first, 
Would you guys do that? Let's start with Craig. Nope. And <laughs> Jess, would you do that? Um, <laughs> I would like to think that I'm brave enough to do that, but I don't think I would be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my thing is, I'd be like, I, I think I could do this. And I, like, I, I think my path as far as that goes is I'd be like, I could do this. I can do this. And then I would get up there and be like, no, I cannot. <laughs> like, I want to go back to the sweet, sweet ground, please. <laughs> but, Ben, that was funny. Um, Jess, what did you think of, uh, after the, the, the one-on-one giant ski slope date, uh, right. uh, they obviously had the one-on-one dinner where Brian did get a rose. Um, as a female, I want to know what your opinion on Rachel's glitter eye shatter that made her look like a female wrestler from the 1980s. Oh my god. That's quite the way of describing it. Um at first blush, which is see what I did there, a little makeup pun. Um <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's that's a pop of, of gold. That is impactful. Um, but it grew on me. I don't know if it was the lighting where they were having the dinner, um, that it really just caught the glitter in it. I'm I'm not sure if that was it, but in her one on one like talk back with the camera, it was much more subtle and I liked it more there in that lighting. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It kind of grew on me at first. I was like, that is a bold eye makeup look, but you, she pulls it off, like go for it. It was a statement that's for sure. And it grew on me over time, but yeah, I have to wonder if it was the lighting of that restaurant scene that really kind of made it stand out even more. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I thought it was an interesting choice, but somehow it worked. But at first, at first look, I was like, whoa, hold on now. What, what is going on here? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, yeah, it did somehow work. Um, so, yeah, Brian got a rose. Um, Brian, I think, you mentioned future Bachelors, Craig. Do you feel like they're grooming Brian to be the next Bachelor? I'm not sure. Um, Brian's 37. Yeah. And that's typically not the age range they look for. Like, it's usually a little bit younger than that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, chiropractor from Miami, good-looking guy. Obviously, as, as, as Jess will probably point out as soon as I'm done talking, he's a bit of a face-eater, but... Yeah. <laughs> but... All the more reason to put him out there. He's just eaten, like, the face of every girl of, like, 30 different yeah, women. <laughs> I don't want to watch a season of that. No. Oh, God. Yeah, so let's not do that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm looking at, honestly... I really I would bet big on the next bachelor being if he doesn't win Peter yeah um the only reason I think for Brian is I think he is getting a real generous edit don't you yes like I agree with that. yeah I feel like because like Rachel will get into the into the uh confessionals and she'll be like I don't know about Brian you know he's he's too good looking and he and he has a great job and he's he's very charming and he's and he's you know did I mention he's really good looking and, <laughs> and it's just like Okay, <laughs> like so, just. Uh, but yeah, he's. It is a red flag though that he is. I mean, he doesn't have a great job. He's a fucking chiropractor, which is a scam profession. Hot take, but here we go. <laughs> it's out there now. Um, but, but yeah, but I mean, he is a good-looking man. He does seem very charming. He seems like a terrible kisser, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's it seems like. Other than the age thing, it seems like he fits that profile for for the future bachelor. And like I said, he's getting a pretty generous edit. So I'm not like I wouldn't be shocked if 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 it ended up being Brian. Like, would you be shocked, Craig? I wouldn't be shocked. I just think that uh, uh, Peter and I think Dean 
uh, yeah. might also be a, a bachelor candidate. I feel like those are the final two right now. If you gun to my head, gun to my head. Peter and Dean are the final really? two for Rachel's season. Okay. Yeah, gun to my head. I think those are the final two from this season. Interesting. I would put Brian in the final two because we'll have that drama of, I don't know, is this real? Can I really trust him? Is this an act? I'm not sure. And especially with the preview from, from yesterday's episode where she's like, I'm just letting, I'm, I'm following love or whatever. So I don't know. Cause she has like super strong feelings for him as we've discussed, but she's just not ready to trust it completely. Right. So it, it gives you that drama for the final two. So it's like, will she pick the guy that she has super strong feelings for, but that she's not entirely sure, or another option who viewers and she might see as a more relatively safe bet. So, who knows? Yeah. So the first rose ceremony, uh, Iggy, we mentioned Iggy, and uh, I I just want to talk about the dress she wore for that first uh, rose ceremony. Damn. I mean, yeah, good lord. Sad. I mean, clearly she does not skip leg day. I absolutely fantastic. Um, after that rose ceremony, we head to we're, we're we're still in Norway, and they go on the handball group date where Dean, for some reason, wears his jock on the outside of his wrestling. Do I don't know. They put them all in wrestling onesies. I guess they thought. I guess they thought it'd be. He thought it'd be funny. He's like, I'll put my. Uh... I mean, this has nothing to do with um, the Bachelor, but I want to talk about what a dumb sport I think handball is. Uh, this usually comes up once every four years with you and me, Craig, is that handball to me is like, okay, let's take the, let's take the, like the most complicated part of soccer, which is the longest, the long field that you have to be in tremendous amounts of shape to run around on for 90 minutes and shorten it so that you don't have to do that. Let's okay. also take the second hardest part of soccer, which is having to use your feet and not your hands, and stop doing that. We'll use our hands instead of our feet. And then, it, to me, it also takes the, the, the toughest part of basketball, which is shooting a... It was just dribbling and then having to shoot a large basketball into a slightly bigger net, and then gives you a smaller ball that you can palm with your hand and gives you a giant net that you can throw it into. I, it just, I don't know. I, handball to me seems like, I don't know. It, it seems like it was invented for, for people who are just not good enough to play a real sport. I don't know. Maybe well, that sounds very no, hot takey. I, I, I don't, I, it, there's a reason why it's not a popular sport. I, mm. I guess it's more popular in Scandinavian is here and that's fine. But there's yeah. a reason why handball is not something that translates, uh, translates particularly well outside of Europe. And that would yeah. be it. Well, because here's the thing. If LeBron James started playing, who I assume has never played a game of handball in his life, if he started Good playing time. handball tomorrow, Craig, he's already the greatest handball player on planet Earth, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like it's not even close. Like it, like guys who have been playing, like the, the seven-foot Scandinavian dudes they mentioned in the show who have been playing handball their entire lives are now second best to, and, and I just don't think it should be that easy. Now, I'm sure there's some Scandinavian podcast out there talking about how you know hockey's such a terrible sport <laughs> like Canadians ah look at them with their stupid curved sticks and that puck on the ice but you know whatever I don't know I just think handball is a really really dumb sport I, I really do because I just there's something about throwing a ball into a giant net that 
I don't know. It just irritates me. It really irritates me, and I just don't. I just don't. Th- it just seems like an easy game. <laughs> I didn't to me. know that you were so passionate. Oh, I am because it just seems so stupid to me. Because you're throwing a ball in like soccer. I get because like you need to, like it's tough to be coordinated with your foot and to and to like hit it with the right side of your foot in order to bend it and stuff. Whereas like. Anybody can pick up a dodgeball type thing and throw it into a net. Literally anybody can do that. It, it's just like it, it uh, like it, 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 to me, it, it seems like a, a, like the skill gap between handball and everything else. And I maybe I just get irritated with handball because it's an Olympic sport and other, other things aren't right. Like that's, that's really what it comes down to for me. Sorry, I went off on a bit of a tangent there. So, <laughs> yeah, all right. dead. back to the bachelor. <laughs> so. Yeah. Sorry guys, I just woke up. What happened? <laughs> sorry, I just heard a lot of like yelling about handball and it just uh, lulled sleep. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's just dumb. It's a dumb sport. It's all I hate. Oh god. <laughs> you know what I did love though from from that whole montage of handball? The Will- coach. Yeah, the coach was pretty fun. I mean, yeah. That was pretty funny when I, I did enjoy that bit where they were like, I can't wait to see him in a uniform. And he's like, they're not getting uniforms. And then they come out and then the wrestling singlets or whatever. And I was like, uh, that was pretty funny. And uh, Will ended up coming off the, the best on the on the handball date because I believe Rachel compared him to Jordan in 97 for, for that particular game. Yep. Like just put yep. the team on his back. And I believe uh, Will got the rose off of the uh, off of that group date. Did he not? He did. Yeah. Yeah. Although I thought Peter was definitely going to get it because I believe uh, he got some hot tub did. action. Yeah. 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 That's what that's what we were saying is uh, wow the hot tub usually that seals the deal for Rose on a group date. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I also wanted to just like take a moment and reassure Peter because he was like flipping out after that he well not flipping out but he was not best pleased that he didn't get a rose and I was like Playa you just spent God knows how long with her in the hot tub you fine don't yeah. worry yeah <laughs> it's like I think you'll be getting one later <laughs> it's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like you're good dude don't worry <laughs> although I would be for like half a second if I spent like you know, 20 minutes with someone in a hot tub and then didn't get a rose, they'd be like, hmm, must have oh. done something wrong. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's like, oh, did I zig when I should have zagged? Right. Yeah, and right? Like, <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Like, I've been like, did I zig when I should have zagged there? I don't know, who knows. Was uh, she not impressed with my bathing suit bod? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josiah, I think, sabotaged himself on that, uh, on, on the handball date. That was, that was when she, uh, Josiah did a lot of self-sabotage throughout the entire process. Yeah, that that I think was when because he came on way way too strong with the. Uh, he told some story about his dad, like saw his mom and then immediately fell in love with her, and then he he told her he felt the same way, but it, it's not as sweet as I'm saying it right now. It was definitely the way <laughs> I'll he tell you, the, the way in he. In my opinion, oh. what sealed the deal for him, mm-hmm. sure, in terms of his doom, was when. Rachel said to him quite seriously, I feel like you don't ask me questions about me. (laughs) You say a lot about yourself, but you don't seem interested necessarily in learning more about me. And he then proceeded to say, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, okay, as if he took in that information. And then he just kind of started blurting out those pat lines. Oh, you're so great. You're so amazing. Still no questions. Like she gave him a chance to really rebound from that and think for a second 
about how much he was putting out there of himself. And that was when I was like, uh, you know, we had seen warning signs and red flags. But as soon as she said that, it's like, if you're not showing interest in her, well, then what the hell's the point, right? And that was when I was like, that's it. He gone. That's it. <laughs> yeah. He gone. And, uh... and you did successfully predict that Josiah would go before that rose ceremony started. Mm-hmm. And and one of the all-time great exit speeches, I think, from Josiah <laughs> when, when he got that, when he got his one-on-one after he left, where I believe he he basically said there's something wrong with her brain. Like, yeah. Because he was like, look at me, I'm good looking, and I'm charming, and I'm awesome. Something's wrong with that girl's brain or something. Yeah. That's just like, oh, man, classy. <laughs> like, yeah, she, a... she's the problem, Josiah, that's yeah, right. Clearly. A, yeah. Yep, just a classy exit from, from Josiah on that one. Excellent, excellent. So, right after we are in Norway, they head to Denmark. So, man, they really they went to three different European countries in one week on The Bachelor. So, madness. Impressive. Yeah, very. They're, they're certainly not breaking the budget. So, Eric gets the one-on-one in Copenhagen. Um, so, are, like, do they just have people sitting nude in public hot tubs, like hot tubs in the middle of, like, streets in Denmark? Is that a thing? I guess so. <laughs> like, I was just mesmerized by that, because obviously that wouldn't fly here in North America, right? Cause, but it's just, people just sit, dudes with green arrow beards are just sitting in the freaking hot tubs nude, and then they get to stand up, and they're like, yeah, I'm on television nude, here we go. <laughs> well, it's Europe. I, I guess, yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess. I mean, like... I, I, I mean, boggling. I don't know. It's my book. Cause like it was the location of it. Cause it was literally just a street. It would be like, if just in like on friggin' I don't know, Bloor in friggin' Toronto, they just had hot tubs on the side of the street. It just, it makes no sense. What, uh, I don't know. I guess Europeans get down differently than the rest of us. But, uh, Eric ended up uh, looking pretty good this week. I thought, mm-hmm. except he's got this weird, have you guys noticed this weird, like kind of sitting pose he has. I've not. I, uh, I see if you can look for it because he, he kind of looks like a vulture when he does this because he does this thing where he like leans forward but his shoulders go really like go up and then he just kind of cranes his neck forward and so his like head his head's down but he's looking up at Rachel. It's very strange and like I can't. I'm look for it next time if he gets another one on one or something just. <laughs> just try to because it's it's very I'm like why is he sitting like that it's just every time like oh it, it is so strange I, I will look for it but did you guys since we're talking about things like mm-hmm. this your your man uh, Jack what's his face with the white teeth Jack Stone Attorney Law thank you yes I forgot his title yeah. um have you seen the memes of him now where he does that like look up from from under his lashes where he looks absolutely sinister he looks like he needs an attorney at law not that he is one <laughs> Oh my god, I've not seen that. I'm googling it right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, My wife showed me that. He looks like one of those guys. Like, just the photos basically capture him in his worst possible moment, and he looks like one of those guys who you know people people have to check, like to see if he lives there before you buy a house. You know? Yeah. He looks like. Uh, Villain in an old timey movie where they tie the heroine to the to the train. Yeah, it's just ringing a must their, ringing their like, mustache, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just I googled Jack Stone meme to see what would happen, and the first thing that comes up is a Reddit thread that says Jack Stone is dollar store Nick Vial, and that is harsh, but like, <laughs> yeah, kind of true. <laughs> Maybe it is. Oof. 
don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What, uh... I don't know if I agree with that one, but... Oh, know, really? I, oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe it's been a while since I've seen Nick Vial. I, I, I don't know if I see a massive similarity with them, but I don't know. Maybe my memory is blurred from the winter. I don't know. Yeah, that's possible. That's possible. Well, they're both white dudes with inch-long beards, so... <laughs> There you go. Um, so Kenny and Lee both go home. I, this got me thinking, Craig. Has in in the, the the time you've been watching The Bachelor, I don't think I've ever seen it. But has anyone has anyone who has ever participated in a two on one date ever won The Bachelor or The Bachelor? I don't think so. It, I it, think once you're on a two on one date, that's it shows that you're pretty close to the uh, mm-hmm. close to the cutting line. They usually do two on one dates with uh, five, six, seven, eight people left. So. Yeah, yeah. I think once you're on a two-on-one date, like obviously we survived. Like Corinne was on a two-on-one and survived for quite a few weeks after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's not something that happens regularly. Usually, if you're on a two-on-one date, your 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 time is limited. Yeah, because like obviously, if you're on the two-on-one date, it's it's the two people who are fighting, right? So, and usually, if you're close to the fight, you're going home anyway. Because why would the bachelor or bachelorette want to pick one of the two people who comes in and is like the source of controversy the entire time right so yeah. i don't know it's just it, it seems like maybe someone can can message us and mention a time that a participant of a two on of a two on one date went pretty far but i think you're right like corinne might be the exception to the rule but she still only got to the final four right yeah yeah i just yeah it's just the two on one date because i can't think of the only time i ever saw a two on one date where there was no animosity was in ben higgins season when they had the twins go on the two on one date which is the whole reason for bringing the twins on right was just that was inappropriate that whole thing but yeah it was it was strange but the whole reason to bring the twins on was to go on a two on one date right like that was just just for it's like okay ben higgins is on the date with two women who look exactly the same (laughs) and he's gotta pick one that would be awesome Incredibly awkward. Yeah, I didn't care for it. So, sorry, Craig, you sound like you were no, going to say No, I was just going to say from, well, yeah, get back to our little rundown of the episode. That's that's a, that's where I want to go. Yeah, so next up, they go on the group date in Denmark, and they go on this Viking-themed group date, which seemed pretty fun. I thought I thought I would have done that. It, it seemed like a lot of fun. The guys got to dress up and do these fun Viking, Viking fight games, which were eerily similar to sumo wrestling every single one of them and uh kenny ended up winning but uh i think peter got the group date rose on that one didn't he and he didn't even have to go in a hot tub this time around yeah i think that's what happened now you you missed one thing about the we talked about kenny and lee earlier i know that but uh, Mm -hmm. one thing that we missed about kenny lee to speaking of him after we won that was i kind of knew that it was may have been the beginning of the end for kenny Mm -hmm. when he he was getting in the helicopter with rachel and he's like you know what no i gotta go back and give lee a piece of my mind yeah Yeah. it was totally unnecessary because he'd already won right like just drop the mic and leave right like there's no reason to go back it's funny though that you mentioned that craig because when he when he left i for some reason i had the simpsons line of when homer's watching the drinking bird and he looks at it and he just goes <laughs> going back for more, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like that was for some reason that line slipped into my head because it was just like, this is a bad idea, Kenny. <laughs> oh was, yeah. yeah. But honestly, I wouldn't have blamed Rachel if she said to the helicopter guy, like, you know what? Yeah. Get out of here. Let's just go. take off. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I thought. That's what I thought the setup was, to be honest with you. Because yeah. it was like Kenny was like, I gotta go, and then and then I believe the last line for commercial was Rachel going, why is he going back or something, right? So I was fully expecting her to be like, just take off. 
off and just left the two of them there. <laughs> but then it would have sucked because then Lee would have would have got the last laugh, I guess. And yeah, and that would have been that would, that. yeah, that would have been bad for everybody. Ugh, that would have been not great. So Peter gets group date rose, mm-hmm. and then we're in a situation where well, Peter has the group date rose, and they manage to have a nice date. Uh, Kenny gets his face cut open. A few guys got injured during that whole brawl, which is kind of fun. Yeah. So then we had the second rose ceremony where, shockingly, it came down to... Well, at least to me, this was one of the more shocking uh, rose giveouts I ever saw. Because it got down to Anthony, Josiah, and Matt. Yeah. And Matt, I think right now, you guys, is one of the biggest success stories in Bachelor, Bachelorette history. Because here is this balding... Not, quite frankly, not very attractive man who seems nice but is getting absolutely no screen time, and yet he keeps chugging along. Yeah. He is still here. I, th- I thought there was no way in hell he was getting that rose, and, and he got he it. He showed up in the penguin suit. Yes. Let's not forget that. Absolutely. Absolutely, he showed up in the penguin suit. Matt seems like he's going to paradise, I, I, I feel like, just based on the penguin suit alone and the fact that he keeps surviving, but like it's just so insane because he's not getting any screen time whatsoever. And basically, him and Adam, I think, had the least amount of screen time yeah. out of everybody that was left in the house. And then Adam got a little bit this week because he went far in the in the Viking Challenge and got to the finals. And then he was the guy who got busted open against Kenny. But yeah, the other, I, honestly, the other thing about Adam. Mm-hmm. His doll gets more screen time than some people. Yeah, <laughs> that was about, yeah, that was another thing. Josiah, when he did the thing where he was like, when he was doing again his classy speech, and he just he he just he just starts ripping on every guy in the house, right? Like he basically did the like fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> like, it was so bad, but yeah, it, the fact that Adam is around, I think, is a little bit weird. And but I'm like I'm I'm basically rooting for Matt now. I'm rooting for the guy who is not getting screen time at all to just win this damn thing and shock everybody. He's basically George Mason right now, Craig. He is George Mason, but here's the thing. Yeah. When they were editing the NCAA tournament, they didn't already know who would win before they started editing. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Very true. So that's that's the issue with uh, with Matt being George Mason or Adam being yeah. George Mason. Here's, here's my theory on this season. Mm-hmm. Is I think they put together – like there are some decent dudes here, but they put together such an objectionable group of guys that Rachel isn't so much – having a hard time saying goodbye to certain guys, whereas she's like, how many can I get rid of this week? Yeah. And that's how your Adams and your Matts of the world has survived. You're like, okay, this guy's not as objectionable as some of the people I can ditch, so mm-hmm. I'm going to keep him around. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think there's definitely some truth to that. Because I kind of was shocked that... I mean, when it came down to Josiah, Anthony, and Matt, I thought... who Like, who did you... I thought Josiah was getting the ring, or the rose. Who did you think was getting it, Craig? Um, I really thought Josiah was going to keep get it too. Mm-hmm. And Jess, are you also in the Josiah? No, she was on the bit. She was. She said Josiah was going before the rose ceremony even started. Interesting. Like, yeah. okay. So, but out of those three, who did you think was getting the rose when it came down to those three? Well, <laughs> I will say that as Craig knows, I was initially very confused about how many roses were left. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> because when she gives them out on the group dates, yeah. or on the one-on-ones, I'm like, wait, okay, so how many is she cutting today? Because the numbers don't quite match up. Mm-hmm. So I got a little confused with it this time. But out of those three, I think I thought that Anthony would have got it, 
and that Josiah and Matt would have been gone. So I was pretty surprised when it was the way that it shook out and that Anthony was gone and uh, Josiah, because I thought Anthony, she seemed to like get along well with him and he was a bit quiet, but there seemed to be like potential there. So Josiah, I was not surprised about. And I kept like, as I was texting Craig, as I was watching it, I kept waffling on who I thought would be the other person bounced out. <laughs> and, uh, but Josiah was constant. I was like, nah, he's gone just from the way they've set it up. He's like, I feel confident. And I was like, you should not like, <laughs> cause you going home and he did. But yeah, I was surprised that Anthony went instead of let's say Matt. So that was, that was quite something. So just yeah. so I've just so I've got this, Jess, you're the one person who actually needs Chris Harrison to come out and go, gentlemen, there's only one rose left. <laughs> this time, yes. <laughs> it's true. I was very confused. I was like, wait, because she said that she had to like send two people home. And then I looked at the roses and there were four and there were seven guys. And I was like, Jesus, is she miscounting or am I? <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, they've already given, like, the, the other rose. It's fine. Okay, so there really are two people that are leaving. Okay. It was my moment, okay? I didn't have a nap today. <laughs> Not my it's case, okay. man. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> the, the other thing that I pointed out about Josiah, and this is what my wife said when we were watching the show last night, was that whenever, so, whenever right before a rose ceremony someone says, oh, I know I'm getting a rose. There's a good chance that person's not getting a rose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the advanced stats on that one are, do not point in yeah. in favor of of the the cocky rose thinking they're getter, right? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, like when he was like, "I am confident." I was like, "You should not be." Like, just go home. Yeah, and hell, two people who got roses this week got sent home. Like, Will got a rose and he was gone, and then Kenny got a rose and he was gone. So, if you got a rose, you weren't even necessarily safe in the, in this like. This week, because like I said, Rachel, man, she was just she, like she had an axe this week. She was ready to cut. Oh, yeah. it was insane. Um, I guess. I mean, you mentioned Anthony. I thought it was weird that Anthony had a one-on-one date, and it was that weird one-on-one date a few weeks back where they were like riding horses through downtown Los Angeles, which. Like, yeah. yeah that was his thing and then like they had a horse that like shit in a department store or something <laughs> yeah which you know like who didn't see that coming a mile away right but he had a conversation i think like his best moment in the series of the show didn't even come with uh you know while he was with rachel it was he was sitting around having a conversation with anthony i think in the first episode on monday and because she cut two black guys the first rose ceremony and then Eric was talking about talking to Anthony and said something like, Eric was like, well, maybe she doesn't like black guys because she just cut two black guys. <laughs> Anthony said something like, it, it was very poignant, but the gist, like, it was very, like, very poignant and more articulate than I'm going to put it. But the gist of what he said was, yeah, she cut two black guys, but she also kept another four, <laughs> right? So yeah. it's like, it, yeah, you know, that was basically the gist of it. Eric's a little too intense for me. What do you, what do you think, Craig? I'm fine with Eric. I think he's a he's a decent guy. I don't think yeah. I don't know if he's gonna win this thing, but uh, I don't think he's mm. a bad guy either. No, I don't think he's a bad guy. I just think I don't know if like insecure is the word or not, but it just it seems like he's 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 in his own head to me because he's always sitting around like he'll he'll have good dates with Rachel and then he'll be sitting around talking with Anthony or someone or whoever one on one and he'll just he's just trying to I feel like he's trying to sabotage himself. I don't know. Maybe maybe he's just got some insecurities or something. I think but, he's uh, kind of like settling into things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's calmed down from 
like a, a few weeks ago where he was like really nervous and stressed about the fact that they hadn't had some one-on-one time. I also feel like, yes, he's very intent and he, he really talks things through. So I can relate to that because <laughs> I strategize a lot as Craig knows um, and bounce ideas off of each other and off, of, you know, so I wonder if it has to do a little bit with like the editing too, how he comes off as a little bit intense and a little bit paranoid about some things when really maybe that's just how he processes stuff you know he's like thinking about it but further to your point about him being in his own head Pierce Rachel even mentioned that during their one-on-one date this week when they were at the the, at the fair the carnival or whatever right and she's like he just calmed down we had a great time it was like two kids and their first love going on a date and he stayed out of his head or he got out of his head and it was really great so I mean she picks up on that too so you're absolutely right that it is something that is is a concern for him I guess going forward so long as he can just focus on being present in the moment but yeah I wonder how much of it is the editing and how much of it is just his process as a person yeah I uh, that's very very poignant very poignant I think I think that's <laughs> yeah that make that makes a lot of sense to me um so I guess the last thing we have to talk about is Will and Rachel went on a one-on-one date in Sweden they took a boat across the across the road to Sweden I guess and uh, Will ends up getting sent home at the end of the day. And the gist of it is he failed to make a move on Rachel. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, yeah, got to have the guts at a certain point, right? I guess so. And I wonder, another thing that was interesting about, <laughs> I'm thinking really deeply about their histories and, <laughs> and how they function as people, guys, um, was when he was talking about, and I saw Rachel's look on her face when when he said this, and he said, you know, I'm very passionate in relationships, and, you know, the physical is a big thing for me, and her face kind of fell, because <laughs> she, as she's been explained later, you know, I haven't seen this from him, and he says, but sometimes, you know, I feel like I focus too much on that, and I wonder if he had that in mind with her and being a little bit more reserved, right? Now, mm-hmm. certainly they've gotten to know each other a little bit. They really haven't spent that much time together. So, you know, I can't fault the guy for not like jumping her and like Brian eating her face off. Like, <laughs> not all Brian, okay. But I just feel like maybe he took a more reserved approach and, you know, he says Rachel is not to be trifled with, you know, this is serious for both of us. We want to make this work. So I'm going to be a little bit more cautious in this regard. And maybe that was his downfall. As as you said, Pierce, like he failed to make a move and he did. But maybe there was a reason for that. And it didn't really get explored that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rachel reminds me a lot of uh, Nick Vial in that, I believe I mentioned this during Nick Vial season, is that Rachel and Nick would make just terrible poker players because they mm-hmm. don't hide any of their, like like their facial expressions don't hide what they're thinking whatsoever. And like you, like you said, Will was basically like, I'm very passionate in relationships. And she gave him this look like, really? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't believe you <laughs> because you <laughs> like we had that moment on the bridge and you didn't make a move whatsoever. In fact, you like took a step away from me. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was, it was, it was <laughs> very awkward to me. It's just it goes into the fact that Rachel, who I still believe is the greatest bachelor or bachelorette of all time and just the no BS that comes with her and, and her just being like, nope, that was your shot. Get out. <laughs> right. Like. You had your chance. Now get out of here. <laughs> um, so we're down to seven, guys. Craig Needles, who's your final three right now? I don't want a final four. I want a final three. So you, you want the guys getting hometown? I guess final four is hometowns, too. Yeah. Uh, Peter, for sure. Mm-hmm. Dean, for sure. Yes. And Brian. Brian, interesting. Okay. Ooh. How about you, Jess? 
I am going to say, um, Brian, Mr. Eat Your Face, Steal Your Girl. <laughs> um, Eric in the final three. And, oh, it's so tough. I'm torn between Peter and Dean, but I'm going to say, mm, eat Peter Dean. <laughs> no, <laughs> Peter. So I'll say Brian, Eric, and uh, I did say Dean, right? I don't you know. Said, yeah. you, you said Brian. both about five times. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. But yeah, Brian, Eric, and Dean. Interesting. Because I feel so. It seems like we all we all feel like we know who the final four is going to be. Because I'm kind of in the same same boat. This is the reason I went with the final three. Because I was curious. Because it seems to me like Peter and Dean are kind of shoe ins for the for the final four. And then I think the th- or for the final three. And then I think the third comes down to either Eric or Brian. I think that's your final four is Peter Dean, Eric Bryan, as we're sitting right now. I don't see Adam making it. I don't see who who are the other. I don't even remember the other two guys off the top of my head. You've got Matt. Yeah. And you've got. uh, Uh, Obviously. I think you only have six left. Do we only have six left? Maybe. Yeah. I, yeah I, like yeah. I said, Rachel had a chainsaw out this week. I, I feel like we're missing one six guy. Six left. But... No, no. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the list right now. You have Peter, Matt, Eric, Dean, Brian, Adam. Those are the only yeah. six. Yeah. All left. right. So, yeah, six left. And, yeah, so I feel like the final four is going to be Eric, Dean, Peter, and Brian. You guys feel yeah. pretty confident in that? Yeah. yeah. That's a good bet. Yeah, that's for it. So, yeah, to me, I was just like – that, the reason I went with the final three is because I figured everyone would say, Dean, I mean, just threw me that curveball there, and I and I was unable to handle it, unfortunately. But uh, I thought we would both say Dean and Peter, and then I was curious as to see whether or not you guys would pick Eric or Brian. And, uh, yeah, so Craig, Craig said, Brian, you, you already you had Brian and Eric, and I had Eric. So I like the fact – I mean, that's probably the best thing about this – this uh, – set of bachelors is that i i feel like i like i don't feel like at this exact moment that i know who's gonna win do you do you craig no no i really don't uh i pre- I, I felt like we had a pretty good idea as we were talking through last season that vanessa was kind yeah. of the mm-hmm. front runner mm-hmm. the and the season time. and the season before that was uh jojo season where aaron, with jordan rogers aaron rogers yeah. brother won the second he stepped out of the limo yeah yeah Whereas this one, it's a little more wide open. I think there any mm-hmm. of the four guys you, you mentioned as those final four, I could see any of them winning, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do know one thing. If you guys want a spoiler alert, yeah. I, I don't have to. It, it doesn't spoil who wins, but it does uh, spoil one thing. So if you guys want to hear it, I can... Uh... And also, warning to the public listening, yep. earmuffs if yeah. you don't want to Earmuffs know. if you don't want to hear the spoiler alert. So if you don't, skip ahead. like Hit that... like. F- little arrow with the 15 seconds around it on your thing now rachel does in fact accept the proposal at the end of this yes so there there is there is a there is that whoever gets down on one knee and and asks her she does say yes that that is what i've heard anyway that is what the good people on the internet have told me now i don't know who but yeah i have i have heard that she does say yes so interesting i like it yeah so there won't be any so that kind of ruins the dream for me has anybody done that on the bachelor on the on the bachelorette craig like rejected both both yeah, guys I think that, that has happened but i can't remember didn't andy dorfman do that head, but i think it's occurred 
Yeah, no. I think that's occurred. I just can't remember when it was. Yeah, somebody somebody did that. Imagine imagine that. Eh? We go on this journey. Like I'd feel I would get like bachelorette blue balls. I'd be like, oh come on, someone's got to say yes. You only have to be together for two months anyway, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> it's like ah, two months. You could do it, right? Uh, yeah. So that's it for this week. Unless you guys have anything that you feel like you want to say or that I forgot or. Did you guys? I think Craig didn't get to see this. Craig and Stacy didn't see it because their their version of the show messed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the preview for next week looks like there is some kind of revelation. Now, of course, we have to be mindful of editing. Yeah. Um, and how they kind of tee up those trailers, but it looks like there's some kind of confrontation, especially mm-hmm. with her and Dean, where he seems to be like, you know, giving her giving her a talking to, like you're not letting us in to get to know you, and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. There's a and lot then, of rachel yeah yeah and then there's somebody else who says uh i don't know if it was peter who said you know she may this may change how she loves forever or something or something like that like so there seems to be some kind of big bombshell that's coming Mm -hmm. yes but again be wary you do get taken for a ride with the the editing on the you know, next week on the bachelorette right like they they do take you for a bit of a ride on that so uh, how many episodes of the Bachelorette do we have left? Two or three? Ooh. Oh, it's more than that. It's more yeah. than that. Oh my goodness! All right. Yeah. Uh, like last year's Bachelorette season ended like end of July, I think. So we've got to. Right. Uh, so we've still we've got, got a ways some to time, go. I think. All right. Yeah. I just unless Rachel just feels like cutting three guys next week, which she might. I don't know. Like <laughs> that's yeah. that's how that's she rolls. Possible. So we will uh, definitely hear from. I think we're gonna hear from you guys next week. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we'll okay. uh, be back next week with yeah. the Bachelorette thing. I'm around, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm around. <laughs> uh, yeah, last year's Bachelorette season, as I'm just uh, looking at the list of the episodes that aired, it started May 22nd. This year started May 23rd. Mm-hmm. And it uh, it finished airing on August 1st. Okay, so we still so, got a ways yeah, we, to go. we got about a month left. Yeah, all right. Excellent, excellent. Glad to hear that. Glad, glad to see it's not leaving our lives just yet. But we will definitely be back with you guys next week. And then we got to take a little break uh, from the Bachelorette because we got to do the uh, Game of Thrones preview, and then we'll be pulling double duty because we'll be doing probably Bachelorette recaps and Game of Thrones recaps all week. So it's gonna be, I mean, we're in the dog dog days of sports anyway, right? We we don't have a lot of uh, stuff going on until uh, till it's football time, right? I mean, God, we love right. God, we love baseball, but I mean, you and I, Craig, we'll probably check back in at the All Star break and. Uh, just uh, do a post mortem on the on the Jays. <laughs> just this this just some of our bets. Just mess of a season. Just this mess of a season. Although I am enjoying the 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 Rockies. The Rockies lost ten in a, or uh, seven in a row, Craig, and the Yankees have lost eleven of thirteen. So hold on, <laughs> like hold on. I'm not dead in the water yet. There there is signs of life in some of my some of my bets, but uh, man. Uh, quick, just to sum up, just to go off on yet another tangent, just to sum up, uh, l- let me just sum up the Jays season in one sentence for you here, Craig, and you can react accordingly to this. Sure. Um, where would they be without Justin Smoke? They would be well, the worst team in the American League. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that I think sums up the Toronto Blue Jays season in one sentence right there. God, where would they be? Without Justin Smoke, that's that's where we're at. Just a just a mess of a season for the Blue Jays. Hopefully they turn around. They turned it around two years ago. Maybe they can do it again. Sanchez coming back soon. Hopefully, uh, Jess and Craig, 
Thank you very much for doing this, and we will talk to you guys next week for more Bachelorette talk. Thanks, Pierce. Yeah, take care, guys. Thanks.